Hello everybody, <laughs> welcome back to yet another ramble from your two favourite crones at Two Crones in a Book, which is me and it, and Shell, and Shell. Um, yes, as I said, we're back once again with another ramble for you. So, my <laughs> dearest Shell, would you like to kick off this episode? What are some of your favourite book quotes? You've got your your standard, I was like, you know, do we, do we go clever and classic? Um, so I've, I've got some. Um, two I discarded because I can't remember who said them. <laughs> right. So it, they were books. Uh, first one was Despair Always Begins with Hope. And I think that was either Charles Dickens or Manette Waters, but can't remember which. <laughs> right. Uh, we've also got uh, from one, I'm pretty sure this was from Platform 7, which we reviewed. <laughs> um, and that's, yeah. We are of an age when the days go slow, but the years go quick. That's, that's very true. <laughs> that's, yeah, and that kind of hit home when, when I read that. That's probably the only thing you actually remember from that book, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was, there, there was nothing else worth mentioning. Um. So they're them, but I, I disregarded them because I, I don't remember who actually said them for sure. <laughs> right. um, <laughs> we've also got one of my favourite classics, um, which is often mid misunderstood, is whatever our souls are made of, his and mine are the same. And everybody takes that as ultimately romantic and and the embodiment of love but it's actually from weathering heights which has to be one of the most toxic <laughs> relationships ever written about one of my love classics um you know it's always, it was on my shelf but it, people always go oh my god yeah we're the same and it's like yeah no that that was toxic mate there's there's people there's dying there's verbal abuse there's mind games <laughs> but i do like it i like the concept of it and i like the transferability of it of course, you have Tolkien, but I dismiss that because I know how you feel about books with that. Yeah. Which is uh, from the Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> I have no idea which one it was, but it was not all those who wander are lost. Oh, very profound. Very profound. Um, what else did I have? This I loved. Um, I don't know if you've ever read it. It's, it's quite a, a dark book. Uh, it's called Beloved by Toni Morrison. But in it, it says definitions belong to the definers, not the defined. Oh, well, now. Yeah, that's another one that hit home. It's kind of a theme. Have you noticed how none of mine are particularly uplifting? No. Um, <laughs> um, the, but the ultimate, the one that is there at the top is a poem by our Maya Angelou. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and it's a poem that she she wrote about fear. I believe she wrote it for kids, but there's one section of it, um, and it says it, it says, "Don't show me frogs and snakes and listen for my scream. I'm afraid if I'm afraid at all, it's only in my dreams." Oh, wow. So they're my faves. I did have a Narnia one, but again, I know how you feel about Narnia, and I didn't want any digs about Mr. Tumnus. Not my fault that you're into date rapists, you know, for your stories for children. No, please. <laughs> fucking God, see. Well, I'm going to give you the quote now, anyway. Um, <laughs> it's from Prince Caspian, and it's if you've been up all night and cried till you have no more tears left in you, you will know that there comes in the end a sort of quietness. That's, that's very pretty, but the whole story is about stranger danger. 
Well, we're just going to swing back around then to Maya Angelou. The one, the top pick out of all of them for me is is Maya Angelou's poem about fear. It's not very long. I recommend if you haven't read it, you should read it. It's a great thing for, for kids as well. But the one particular section that resonates for me is don't show me frogs and snakes and listen for my scream. If I'm afraid at all, it's only in my dreams. That is really nice. That's very, it's very good. That is a great pick. No, I'm impressed. Thank you. You're just glad I've stopped. <laughs> It's like, there's not another one with you, man. <laughs> Fucking fantasy shit. What the hell? <laughs> it's like, I'm just out there. How long till the Dune quote comes in? Come on. <laughs> Fear is the mind killer. <laughs> Didn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> knew it. I friggin' knew it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My purpose. I was like, no. I know what she's like. <laughs> Just get ready for the hard eye roll. <laughs> Pretty much. I was like, no, we'll just take that one off the list. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, no, so all of mine are relatively depressing, but slightly empowering. No, oh, yeah, they are. All about embracing yourself and facing your fear, because fear is the mind killer. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had to get it in twice because you mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> Although my favourite quote about fear, just to go on a sidetrack, yeah. is from my TV wife, who didn't know she was my TV wife, um, <laughs> Captain Janeway, and it is, fear exists for one purpose, to be conquered. Oof. <laughs> so conquer me, conquer well. me, Fa- consider me fear. <laughs> <laughs> so I even managed to get some sci-fi in there you as well. Did you did, <laughs> Oh, she's sharp for this hour of the day, I tell you. <laughs> All the things you hate. There's some gothic literature in there. I know you don't hate no, gothic I don't. literature, but it's not your fave. No. Got some gothic literature, some fantasy, some sci-fi. Gotcha. I don't like the way this... And poetry. I don't like the way this podcast is going. <laughs> yeah, even, even going some poetry. <laughs> I am not opposed to a bit of... A bit of prose now and then, darling. <laughs> well, I'm going to take it as a win. So, gotcha, bitch, your turn. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um. So I've been trying to fight because I I only had really two quite long ones and one, one short one, but I have found some others mm-hmm. that I couldn't quite narrow any down. So I'm just going to reel some off for you here. Um, yep. I lived in books more than I lived anywhere else. And that's from yeah. uh, Neil Gaiman's The Ocean at the End of the Lane. Yeah. Uh, that one was quite lovely. Um, this one is from the narrative of Arthur Gordon Pym of Nantucket. This is from 1838. Words have no power to impress the mind without the exquisite horror of their reality. Oh, I like that. that Just throw in the word exquisite and I'm already there, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This one is from um, Mesmeric Revelation and it's never Mm. to suffer would never to have been blessed. It's quite dark. Dark. You like that, don't you? Yeah. Yes. It's dark and dank. And then I have like just a ton of Edgar Allan Poe's. <laughs> <laughs> well, pick one of your Edgar Poe's. What's your, what's your top um, Oh, Let's see. There's so many good ones. 
his daddy cool. He really he? is. I mean, my favorite will always be, but that's only because it was used in a, and I'm going to get a, a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> now get me on in there, Gil. And it's, it's probably very well known to fans of Nightmare on Elm Street. And is it's um, all that we seem is a, but a dream within a dream. Yes. So that one I love because that was all the start of um, one of the movies. And there's another one I just found. Uh, I was never really insane except upon occasions when my heart was touched. Yeah. You know you had to go on. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it, love it. We loved with a love that was more than love. That was, that was a bit cheesy. Those who dream by day are cognizant of many things which escape those who dream only by night. Mm. Oh, it's so beautiful, you little psycho. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dark and twisted. Uh, uh, it just reads into that, that teenage kind of, oh, fuck the world. <laughs> but it stays with you, it does, doesn't it, it? It speaks to that little little dark heart you have inside yeah. you yeah like yeah that's right nobody gets me you don't know what love is in life you old footy duddies <laughs> and that you are the old footy duddy now for fuck's sake grow up <laughs> no man oh, when did that when did that fucking happen just before we started recording we should tell everyone just before we started recording we were moaning about our gray hair <laughs> and wrinkles on the webcams and it was how did we get here and it was like what you should we get botox no i can't afford it it's a <laughs> we had the whole debate so sorry i, I we're digressing i'm digressing it's true, it's true. i mean these these are two people who did not expect to live past 21 you know <laughs> when they were about 14 I really didn't, I'm, I'm still surprised <laughs> it's just spitting glue at this point that's keeping us going <laughs> Yeah, definitely. <laughs> really good meds. <laughs> um, but yet, though, now I'm getting into the 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 the, the big three. Um, mm. this one, um, I rediscovered recently. Um, I read this book years ago. Only just reread it for something yep. else. Um, and it's from Stephen King's Carrie, and it is: people don't get better; they just get smarter. When you get smarter, you don't stop pulling the wings off flies. You just think of better reasons for doing it. Ooh. And it's just like, wow, that's like someone tells you that. That's a smack in the face, that one, isn't it? Yeah, and it's a little bit disturbingly It true. is. It really is. For a debut novel as well, it's a great little, oh, yeah. gets me every time. Right, so then... Here we go. The, this next one is um, a little paragraph from Shirley Jackson's The Hot Hill House. Right, yes. So, no living organism can continue for long to exist sanely under conditions of absolute reality. Even larks and cadids are supposed by some to dream. Hill House, not sane, stood by itself against its hills, holding darkness within. It had stood for 80 years and might stand for 80 more. Within, walls continue upright, bricks meet neatly, floors were firm and doors were sensibly shut. Silence lay steadily against the wood and stone of Hill House, and whatever walked there walked alone. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. I got the chills! 
I love it. That, to me, just screams autumn or winter, dark evening, yep. bit of rain on the window yep. pane, wrapped up in a blanket. Oh, yep. buy a fireplace if, if you can. Oh, God. <laughs> that, that, right, you can, you can keep your Fifty Shades of Grey. This is my mummy porn right there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, it's just everything, and just like your favourite snack or drink just there next to you. Oh, with the with the hood up, maybe cuddling up to the to the puppy dog or the cat or whatever your pet of choice is. (laughs) Yeah, your fur baby is your fur baby. Yeah, everyone else. Get out! Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Family be damned. I want the I want the fur baby and coziness. Yeah. Oh, it was pretty cool. They were pretty they are, cool. Choices, I do have one more. Um, now this yep. one, um, I'm going to try not to get emotional. It's um, from the Nightingale and the Rose by Oscar Wilde, and it's probably one is one of my most favourite mm. story children's stories. Even though it doesn't feel like a children's story, um, I've read it to my own child, nieces and nephews. But the thing is, they always requested it again. Because it was so different from anything else that they heard or listened to. And I'm not saying they're all, these are not a bunch of yep. Oscar Wilde fans by any means, but when they were little, I think they, it was the drama yeah, yeah. of it all. I think they appreciated it because they weren't being talked down to or patronized. Yeah. It was a very, it's a very honest, raw story. Yes. And this part of the story may not yeah. have as much impact with just quoting it. Because this is the this is coming to the end of this evening where this this um, nightingale has been sacrificing its life to produce a red rose for a young student who is in love with a girl and the garden doesn't the the tree can't produce roses yeah. at the minute because it's it's a dead tree and needs the lifeblood of the nightingale to make this rose bloom so he can give it to the girl and they can fall in love. You just know this isn't going to end well already. Yeah, because yeah. So this this is the part. Then she gave one last burst of music. The white moon heard it and she forgot the dawn. And lingering on in the sky, the red rose heard it and it trembled all over with ecstasy and opened its petals to the cold morning air. Echo bore it in her purple cavern in the hills and woke the sleeping shepherds from their dreams. It floated through the reeds of the river and they carried its message to the sea. And yeah, <laughs> you're feeling it, don't you? Fuck's sake. I mean, I know, it's, it's, it's a Deborah Downer, but my God, it proper hits you in the feels every time. Yeah, it does. Thanks for that. I mean, we were having a bit of a giggle. I thought mine were depressing. <laughs> I know. No, but no, the reason I've, I've saved that for my last one, because it is, I would say, the most impactful quote I've ever read to the point it will it makes me want to tear up every time it will haunt you yeah yeah and and the fact to be able to reread something and every time it, it traumatizes yeah. you and makes you upset it makes you want to cry and proper breaks your heart and yet it's the one you reach back for yeah <laughs> it's true yeah it's so true is that a reflection of 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 the quality of the story or of us yeah <laughs> well to be honest i think it's a mixture of both because uh i i, I yeah i 
sometimes you just need a good cry, don't you? Yes. And there'll be certain things that you know you can go back to that will evoke that. But for the, yeah, be, be a song or a, a movie or a, in this case, this is the book that does it for me. This is the story. Yeah. But there, there, there's a comfort in it at the same time. It's a weird comfort that I know I can just read it and have that emotion. Yep. And there, it's it's cleansing as well so i mean i don't know i I don't think it's uniquely us i think that's for everybody to be honest you need those cleansing moments and this story is definitely one of those for you well for me in particular and and it's 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 weird because um i think that's a reflection of what we we grew up on of you know that's that's not really a children's story is it you know it is but that's that's not really children's the same as mine was the happy prince so both of us gravitated without even realizing as children towards oscar wilde yeah both are disturbingly depressing ultimately end in death Mm -hmm. and sacrifice but nowadays everything is is softer Mm. even down to films yes definitely you know look look at our never-ending story the dark crystal Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Yep. <laughs> Do you know, it, it's it just, that's what we grew up on. And, and it, yeah, I don't know if that's why. But then we're supposed to be the emotionally distant generation, aren't we? Because we just are so self-sufficient because we had to to learn. Maybe that's why. Maybe we need to expand the kids' libraries today and film collections. Yeah, well, when you see what's happening in um, countries like the United States, it's a very worrying situation with the book banning but what we have to have hope in this is that you have a generation like us now whose kids are coming up um i have a lot of hope for is it uh, generation uh, is it z z i have no idea i've lost track i I can't even remember (laughs) we're we're gen x Thank you proudly. We're the chemical generation, yes, aren't we're, we? Yeah. We're, um, you can keep your, your zenial, ain't no zenial, ain't no in betweeny. <laughs> chemical, I will take, <laughs> but no, um, we, we're in the tail end of Gen Xs. And our generation yep. are now the parents of, or aunts and uncles, relatives of this generation yep. Z or Z, or however you like to pronounce it, that are coming up. And because they've had us. As their mentors, the world is <laughs> fucked. <laughs> because so there's hope then. There is because I will say, like personally, when it comes to my own son, um, if if he has any issues with uh, I don't know school or friends or society, yep. I will back him to the hilt, but yep. it is always alert it's always like a learning experience it's like I, i'm not gonna just accept someone telling me your child's done this you've done they've done that yeah it's evidence-based not just purely blind emotionally based totally and utterly fucking digressing which is oh we're at risk of being political yeah <laughs> something a bit more light-hearted i think next time darling <laughs> next time what What's your favourite flower? (laughs) (laughs) But on that note, we hope you like our quotes. (laughs) 
<laughs> so uh, yeah if anybody would um like to share their favorite quotes with us please do yeah all <laughs> your political agendas please don't yeah uh, <laughs> oopsie <laughs> i'm not really messing i'm only messing um but yes reading is important support your local libraries <laughs> definitely um and yeah let's all go and have a lovely day i feel quite drained now took a dark yeah. turn <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go watch it something light and fluffy <laughs> i'm gonna go and have a soak in a bath yeah, i'm gonna hug my dog <laughs> okay do it okay, okay let's stop now bye <laughs> all right bye <laughs>